0: I'm Zim and this is the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit newyorkcityphotosafari.com. This podcast is a follow-up to the last two podcasts on how to set up for a real estate photo. Today, I'll get into the equipment and some of the more technical aspects. Since most architectural photography is about showing off a space and an attempt to give the viewer a sense of being in the space, rather than just a part of the space, this type of photography generally requires a wide-angle lens. So I tend to shoot between 16 and 24 millimeters, which is about 10 to 20 millimeters if you're shooting a crop sensor. I've never understood a close-up shot of a wine glass or a candle when it comes to real estate photography. It feels like a waste of my time looking at these photos when I'm shopping for a house. Now, if it's part of an ad campaign, It might be useful, but otherwise, I don't really see the function. This is why I don't need a longer lens. As for the camera equipment, I always carry a large tripod and a remote shutter release because of long exposure times, and the camera is likely to be in an awkward position, and the remote prevents me from having to constantly climb back up the ladder to the camera. If you don't have a remote shutter release, I would recommend using a timer. Now, the reason I'm shooting on a tripod is because I often find myself shooting between f8 and f16 to ensure as much sharpness throughout the image as possible. As for ISO, it's usually at a static ISO of 100 to ensure better resolution. So the combination of these two things often result in fairly long shutter times. Because let's face it, these indoor spaces are often very dark. All of these things together demand that I shoot on a tripod. I also generally shoot in aperture priority. That is, if I'm shooting with existing light. However, if I'm bringing in my own strobes to light the space, I'll shoot in manual mode. My last bit of advice is regarding light. Most of you won't be able to, or have any inclination to follow this advice, but you should be aware of it anyway. For the most part, you'll want to have any small table lamps or floor lights turned on because it makes everything feel homier and more lived in. As far as ceiling lights are concerned, you'll need to decide whether or not you want to or need to have the ceiling lights on. If any of the lighting fixtures are throwing too much light, you can fix this by using the dimmer to turn it down a bit or possibly changing the bulb for less wattage. If neither of these are possible, you can simply turn the light off in the middle of the exposure. However, this would require that you have a long exposure to be able to do this. It's a little tricky, but it does work. A more difficult thing to do would be to filter the light itself. Something you'll want to pay attention to is that indoor lights often have a very warm color cast. The problem with this is that the natural light from the windows is rather blue. If you have a strong yellow color cast inside relative to the natural light, you'll want to change the light bulbs or add a filter to the lights themselves so that it's not so yellow. How much you want the indoor color to match the outdoors is up to you, but you definitely don't want it to be totally blue outside while the inside is yellow. That is, if you're doing an interior shot. However, this is sometimes a nice effect if you're doing an exterior shot. Since this is a podcast, I can't show you an example, so you'll just have to trust me. And lastly, you'll probably want to time your shoot so that there's no direct sunlight coming in through the window. If you don't, then you're gonna definitely have a lot of post-processing to deal with, especially if you don't understand HDR or if you don't bracket properly. So that's pretty much it. Although architectural photography seems like a gimme, it really isn't. I think it's one of the most difficult types of photography, as there are so many moving parts. So practice a lot, and until next time, keep on shooting.